All systems engage. Lock, stock, and two smoking wieners. Yes, dude. Coming to you live from not the capital of Wisconsin, I don't think. Milwaukee. No, th- yeah, largest city. Not Is even it the, the largest first- city? Yeah. It's got to be, right? Whoa. I you mean, think Kenosha's got it? I honestly, I thought Madison, but now I realize that's probably just a college town. Yeah. I mean, they got more people than Newark, probably, but <laughs> talk about encased meats, wieners, Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, you see I'm any hoping, hot dog races yet? I've seen a lot of things in the very short time that I've been here, Jimbo, and all of them have been strange, and none of them have been encased meat yet. I haven't gone to the Piggly Wiggly. That That's coming right after this. I'm going to a Piggly Wiggly. I don't know what percentage of the town is employed by Miller Coors, but it's a lot. And I feel like that that's just a recipe for, yeah, encased meats and oddities. Yeah. Exiting the airport, uh, I, th- I believe the Milwaukee airport has multiple Miller restaurants. Yeah. Like more than one within the airport that is just a, and look, I'm not, I'm not trying to make fun of this, like a small city. You be a small city. That's fine. But the airport is like, comically tiny and has repeats i think of the same restaurant or maybe it was like a to-go walk up like a miller to go (laughs) (laughs) man and what do you serve at uh is it beer battered everything yeah i think you get beer battered beer i think you get um domestically battered women what no no (laughs) that's something different come on man sorry not that's something different hey jimbo here's something that happened earlier today was this in milwaukee or technically this was on the way to chicago but i'm counting it in the weirdness of the day just because were you in the air i was in the air that's a shame it was miraculous i was in a middle seat and for those keeping score at home i have not gotten any smaller but there just weren't any other seats available well i for those of you keeping score at home, I mean, with all this traveling, you might be lifting less, so you might be getting a little... <laughs> I mean... So, it was dude next to me, older Russian gentleman, whose wife was sitting across the aisle from him, and then on the other side of me, we got a younger, thankfully kind of small man. Uh, not like super young, just maybe... Small a, man, window man? Small man, window man. A little bit, nice. a l- little bit younger Love than that. us. Not like super young, a little bit younger than us. And this is what I witnessed from him, right? So, you know, I'm being as polite as I can while being in the middle seat. You know, I, I'm not crossing the plane of the gap of the other seats with my knees. They're staying, you know, tucked into the seat in front of me. And, uh, you know, we're, we're making do. And once we get up to cruising altitude, small man, window man, drops his, uh, his, his tray down. And he pulls out the biggest laptop I have ever seen in my entire life. Wow. It was okay. Much, much bigger than the tray. Uh, didn't encroach into my space, but only because he pressed it against the wall of, of the window. Good for and him. Th- then, this is where it really got great. He created went to op- a shelf. Dude, he created the shield because he went to open it up, but he, it's so big that like the seat in front of him. To, to actually tip it back, you have to yeah put exactly. it into your rib cage, right? So he couldn't. So instead of realizing he brought a far too large laptop on the plane, he just starts to overhand punch the seat in front of him. And Whoa. the woman, <laughs> yeah, Whoa. 
the woman is not reclined at all. The seat is fully up. He just wants to push it even farther forward by punching it, which is insane. And so I just kind of put my hand gently on his on his arm and was just like, hey, pal, I don't think it's going to fit. And he was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, pal, if and that the, lady doesn't kill you, I might. Dude, the woman in front of him spun around instantly uh, in like, as if she'd been attacked because she kind of had been. <laughs> yeah. And I remember so then, trying to sleep on an Air Berlin flight and they put the, you know, this was in the early days of putting the, the touch screens in the back of the oh yeah the thing. Brutal. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, just getting some crappy American couple behind you just, why isn't it work? Why can't we watch a romantic comedy at the same time? Or, or God forbid they play like Sudoku or one of the games they have on there. So they are just tapping constantly. That I'm, yeah, that seemed punitive to install games in that situation. It did. But so he switches to his phone to watch entertainment. Okay, we're back on track. Just a little hiccup there. Maybe he hasn't flown with that laptop before. Now we've started the drink service. Right, we're towards the back, so it's taking a long time for them. Yeah, to get you to got us. the middle seat. You you're not in row six. I know. No. You, I, I know I, work flights. I am in row twenty eight. And uh, this was not one of those planes where once you hit first class, it goes from like row four to row 12. We were 28 full rows back. And uh, the guy next to me, the, you know, the, the guys, the flight attendant's like, hey, uh, do you like anything to drink? The guy next to me is like, I would like a coffee, cream of sugar. Sure. Okay. Me. Uh, Sir, would you like anything to drink? I'm like, I have a coffee, cream of sugar. No. He's like, black then. I'm like, yes. And so then he looks to small man, window man. He's like. Sir, do you like anything to drink? He just goes, what do you have? (laughs) Me and the guy next to me instantly both just spun and looked at him like, what? What? (laughs) And the flight attendant looked equally confused. And he was like, what do you mean? And he's like, like, what do you guys have to drink? And so he, he was flummoxed. That was the only word I could come up with in my head to describe his demeanor. Because he had to stay professional. And so he just reaches into the, the the seat back of the the aisle guy and pulls out the little card there, and he's like, "Inside, in the back here, it's got all the drinks." They actually made an announcement at the beginning of the like he's trying not to be the how do you not hey read read the thing yeah and uh, and he's like, "Okay, cool, thank you." And so now the guy's like reading his. That little in card, pa- it's like, bro, they have they have soda and coffee and water. Like, what also, are you- it's on top of the card. It's not like they're hiding it. They hide yeah. the ice. Yeah, like, you can see all the canned beverages, the juice. Also, you can smell the coffee. Yeah, two guys it's- next to you order coffee. <laughs> Maybe just say, "I'll have one of them," or water, or nothing. What is? What do you mean? What do they have? So the guy <laughs> starts pouring our coffees, and then the other guy, a small man, window man, checks back in. And he goes, "Hey, I'll have a Canada Dry." A Canada order a ginger ale, you maniac! Yeah, they, those uh, are popular on flights, though. I know, but like, I you do not order a Canada Dry. What the fuck is that? That's insane. Well, that's what it says in the card. <laughs> I know because I read the card. But then the guy did confirm. He's like Canada Dry ginger ale, sir. Is that is that what you'd like? And he's like, yes. He's like, okay, cool. <laughs> like I felt like he knew. Yeah, you know, we we're playing with a with not a full deck. And so, reiterating what the customer wants is necessary. That way, uh, he's go, not a customer. Yeah, it's true. You can be like, bro, bro, I asked you. 
basically it's a flying daycare. It's like yeah. sit down, shut up, and like hopefully you like this snack and this beverage. Yeah. But shut up and get out of our way. Yeah. All this flight's gonna be rough. Like, guess what? We're not doing service. Like <laughs> shut up and try not to die. Buddy, that wasn't his final act. He had one more weird thing Ooh. to do before we got <laughs> off the plane. So we've landed again. We are the twenty eighth row, right? So once we're deboarding, what do you think he does? Stands up. He stands up in the window seat. Yeah, yep. <laughs> which means even though he's tiny, he is hun- his head is basically above the head of the woman in front of him uh-huh. because. Even if you're short, you cannot stand up in a right. window seat. You've no. got too much shit above you. Yeah. And uh, and me and the other dude are just sitting. <laughs> like, because, because, of course. Because there's, yeah, 160 other people trying to get off the plane before you. Yeah. And, and, they, so, and they honestly, you know, they have the right. Yeah. And so he stood there for a good, I'd say, 10 minutes. with a. He put his backpack on. He put his backpack on. Yeah, it was either his first flight or his first flight since the accident. Yeah, or his last flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, so then, now I'm in Chicago. I get over to the, effectively, bus that is taking me to Milwaukee. This fucking thing. They were like, hey, uh, the internet's probably not going to work because the internet doesn't, the Wi-Fi doesn't turn on until we hit 10,000 feet, and we're only going to hit 7,000 feet, so... Oh, Bad you flew news. to Milwaukee. Yeah. You know that that's like an hour and a half drive, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, are you not renting a car on this one? No, I did rent a car. Oh, okay. I didn't do this well, Jim. Okay. Yeah. I, all, right, I, all right. Look, mistakes were made. I can, but. I can see that. <laughs> Row 28, middle seat. Yeah, I can see that mistakes were made. Don't but. worry. On on the on the the two rows or two seats on each side of the aisle, little dinky plane, I got a 13D window seat. On the on on the way here, because there are no middle seats. Yeah, thankfully next to a kind of small man. And then we're getting off. Yeah. This woman, small was man, trying to, owl man, small man, owl man. This woman was trying to edge around him, and so he, to his credit, put the arm across the aisle. Like, nah, like you stay behind me, lady. Like, yeah, it is not your rose turn yet. This is then, still society. Like we're still he, civilized here. Then he got up. And I started to get up, and she's tried to sneak between us. And I just stood up and fully bodied her. She completely fell over. It was wow. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I just grabbed my bag, and I didn't even look back. I just, I Good. mean, I, she was a young lady. She was probably like in her early 20s. And as she was falling, she went, Oh, sorry. And then, <laughs> and then just hit the ground. And I was just like, Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. Yeah. Because had I, had I needed to turn around and interact in any way, my, my go-to there is to say, oh, no, this is actually my stop, too. That People hate that. People nice. fucking hate that. If you're like, oh, no, no, I'm actually, I'm actually getting off as well. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. They hate it because it's a plane because we're all getting off. Yeah, all right. But long gone are the days of, you know, people stay on that plane and yeah. then that goes to somewhere else. They get you and- off. They move you across the airport. They're like... <laughs> Hopefully, it will give you a 15-minute connection to get it yeah. across six terminals. Good exactly. luck. But, yeah. When you see people running, it's just like, eh, I'm not even going to get out of your way. You're you're not going to make it. It's fine. Oh, I love the thousand-yard stair walking on the airport concourses. Big time. People get out of your way. Yeah. The only people yeah. that honk at you are those little carts. It's true. I saw some, you know, the, like at, at, it's, they've got like the carts, and they also have the... Um, 
the really thin wheelchairs for getting people on and off the planes. Yeah. And they, the, those guys tend to stand around um, gates of arrival planes because they're, you know, waiting for somebody who's requested one to get off. I yeah. saw a woman just walk up to one of those guys and be like, hey, can I have that? And he was like, what do you mean? She was like, can I elaborate, please? Yeah. She, he was like, she, she, she was like, can I have that to get to my next gate? And he was like, no, this has been requested by somebody. She was like, well, can I request this one? And he was like, no. Like, I, I mean, well, I can make again, a call. Yeah, sorry. And then uh, he he was like, where, like, like, what gate are you going to? And she was like, well, I just landed. I'm trying to leave. And he's like, oh, we can request one of the carts to come and pick you up. And she was like, well, I want to go on the wheelchair. And he's like, ah, we don't really do that. The wheelchairs go from the plane to the cart. <laughs> like, And then by then I was out of earshot. But, man, uh, I felt man. bad for that guy just being like, look, we can help you. We very much can. But not with this wheelchair. This is for somebody else. Right. She also just walked up to him. So I don't know what the situation. But look, I, I, none, of, none of my That's business. either another first time, last time. That, yeah, that, could be. <laughs> that's one of those like, oh, I've never been in an airport. It's like, um, why'd you make today your start? Yeah. Then I got to pick up the rental car. That's a Walmart level of like customer service expectation. It's just Big like, time. hey, uh, there was no greeter at the door, so you guys what? owe me a $5 gift card, and where's my <laughs> wheelchair? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm picking up the rental car. We got three old ladies running the Hertz counter. They all look like they could be named Barbara. They're just They're just gabbing away. Just gas bagging with every customer that wanders up. Well, the Midwest, man. I, I, know. I know. I've been to a lot of coastal uh, rental counters, and gotta say, those people are funny. They are funny. These people, there's no hustle in anyone's bustle. It is. Ah, I thought gotta, the South would appreciate that, right? I thought the South was known for its slowness, <laughs> but apparently Wisconsin is giving them a run for their money. And so there's probably about 10 or 12 people in front of me in line, and. One of the three counter women was working on the same lady from when I got in line and until I had gotten a car. So I that don't know what happens, the fuck. That man. That, that's, it's I not see, that hard to get a car. I'd say like a 50-50 shot. You see that every time you go to the <laughs> rental car counter. So I, I get up to my lady. Maybe not the company or the line that you're in, but somebody in the sure, rental yeah. car center has been waiting there for three and a half hours. I saw one guy who was like, I left, this was years ago, but he was like, I left my ID on the plane. And they were like, okay, you can't get a car. And he's like, ah, I really need one though. And they're like, yeah, I know, but we can't just give you a car. You also need <laughs> like, your ID and uh, you're probably not going to get back in the airport without it. Like, yeah. Like, good luck, we, sir. We can't give you one without a driver's license. And he's like, I have a driver's license. They're like, then let us see it. He's like, no, no, like it's on the plane. <laughs> and they're like, again, you got to have it here. But, yeah, it, th this isn't like a in theory type thing. You know, <laughs> we we need the literal license to give you the literal car. <laughs> yeah. So the woman filling out all my info, she she sees the San Francisco address and the driver's license. She's like, hey, you know, how's San Francisco? Has it changed at all? And I was like, or no, she just says how's San Francisco. And I said, same as always. It, I was trying to speak on the weather because other than the tremendous amount of rain we've gotten. San Francisco does not fluctuate weather-wise. It's the same all of the time. And so she just went, no, it's not. I used to live there in the 60s. I think it's changed quite a bit. It's like, yeah, that was 60 years ago. Like, I would argue you've changed quite a bit. Like, that's how the world works. Yeah. Every, why, every, why are you talking? How, 
How old do you think this person was? Like, I mean, I don't know. 80? <laughs> like, yeah, but like, that just seems like a boomer brag. Like, ah, oh, I lived there in the 60s. And it's like, yeah, but you were six. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, it, just like, you know what else changed in, in since the 60s? Uh, my parents were born. Like, what do you, <laughs> like, what, what do you, what time scale do you think I'm operating on? Nations think, rose and fell. Yeah. Do you think I, when I was born, I was like, you know what? Let me check in on how all the cities were in the 60s. And then I will update myself maybe every other year as to how they're changing through time. What are you talking about? And then you'll confirm with every acquaintance that you meet uh, if they have any particular connection to any city uh, and, and what, what time scale that, that just, exists on. Just break it down by decade, but tell me what cities you lived in in those decades. And if I will it was tell a city you, over five hundred thousand people. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't do anything under five. <laughs> yeah. So that sucks. We're not done yet. Okay. Then I had to check in at the hotel uh, uh, again. I've done nothing so far. I've gotten to the hotel. Yeah. And, and and now I'm here. I was doing my Italian homework before this. I haven't done a fucking thing in Milwaukee. Travel other than right. Drive to the hotel. Got a low travel. I walk in. One woman behind the counter. She's on the phone. There's another lady there holding a Corona that she has just pulled out of one of those like vending fridges there that you can just kind of, you know, tack onto your, your room bill. And so, uh, and I'm not in a rush, clearly. Wisconsin wouldn't let me be anyway, but like, I'm, well, I'm yeah, you can be in a rush. It's just not, nothing's going to change yeah. because of your rush. Exactly. So I'm chilling. And so. The woman's on the phone is like, all right, well, hang on. I got to put you on hold. She's got a whole situation on her hands. Maybe five-ish minutes <laughs> later. Three more Coronas. <laughs> she wraps up the phone thing about five minutes, but at the end of it, she's like, all right, I'll call you back in 10 minutes where it's like, damn. So this isn't even, you're not even done with whatever that was. Then she goes to the Corona lady and she's like, hey, I'd like to get this Corona onto my room bill, but I also need a, a room key. I lost my room key in the hospital because, like, this this hotel's next to a hospital. All right. You've encountered entirely too many people who can't hang on to, like, a little piece of plastic. Like, Dude, it gets <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> Coronas are not twist-off, right? Of course. And so uh, she... I think, I whoa, think most people know that... got a frame that... on your penis. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. He's, he's back. Sorry, bud. Sorry, no, man. that was I had, awesome. I had to reach for the ashtray, and uh, my my uh, <laughs> laptop's a little flimsy. Yeah, I had Let's a nice it. like the the video yeah. froze on your uh, yeah on your Maryland flag crotch. Ah. It was incredible. It's weird that it freezes at that point. Yeah, it knew it knew what I wanted to see. Nice. It was like, hey, screenshot this. <laughs> but so she goes, hey, does the room I'm staying in have a bottle opener in it? Because these are all like long term stay places, so they have like. Yeah, I I was gonna mention something. You know, it, it looks very domestic. Yeah, I've saying. got a I've got like an apartment sized fridge. You know, not like a yeah, full size one. Why didn't you dump like that planning into the <laughs> fucking flight? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but she's like uh, the, the woman behind the counter. Is like, uh, no, I don't think there's a bottle opener in there. But I have one right here. You can use that. And so she, it's it's like the wine key that has the bottle opener on it. You know, a little fold up corkscrew. Yeah, number. that's fine. That uh, well, no, then operates the, just fine. This woman who lost her ID in the hospital then just kind of flops the wine key in every conceivable angle over the bot 
the bottle and just, nothing happens. She's like, yeah, I don't. Chivalry is dead. You, you're supposed to step in and say, here, I'll help you get drunk. I was just about to when the woman behind the counter went, you just bring that up to your room and you bring that to me. You bring it back to me later. Like, just just go. <laughs> just go. Just watch, it, watch a YouTube if you have to. Just and, go. Uh, just go. You, know, you can have that. Yeah. I can open bottles down here without that. Yep. And, yeah. uh, and now I'm I here. love that. So that was like, that was just today. So I've got, I've got a bunch more flights on this trip. Because we'll go to a bunch of different places. Yeah. That should and, be uh, fun. We'll see. <laughs> All right. And and you got rental cars in these, too? I got one here and then one in Philly. Wow. I'm only going to be in Atlanta for like eight hours. So I'm just okay. going to take The a- rental car ladies down there are great. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Maybe I'll just hang out there then if I get back to the airport Ex- early. Exactly. Just watch how they operate. <clears throat> Maybe they'll offer me a Jeep Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, book the... Book the like smallest, cheapest model. Yes. Like, make sure you do that. And they will get and just tell you what, bank I on had, it. I ended up with a uh, Chevy Malibu. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's it's white. A, okay. It's white. A white Malibu. Yeah. And that that used to be a lot cooler. Like like sixty years ago. That was Yeah, I'd say it's aggressive. Cool it's have. aggressively uncool now. I mean right? Yeah. It's not <laughs> it's like quite- a cruise level. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's not quite a um, like a Taurus, like a Ford Taurus level of like grand grandparent car. It's not quite there, but it's like old boomer who doesn't quite know what's going on anymore. Kind of, kind of. I level. bought this car because I have to. I have to buy Kino tickets two <laughs> times a week. I used to and drive I a Malibu up and down the strip, and I'd cruise for chicks. Remember chicks? Those were the days. Uh, Hang on, my cell phone has vibrated a whole bunch of times. Ooh, okay. That sounds like an emergency. It could be. I don't know who would try to reach me or why. Did the Phillies score? I don't know. It was 0-0 when we started the call. So they could be be up. Yeah, they're up five. Up five. Wow. Scored five runs. In that short amount of time, I have twenty-three minutes, like twenty-four minutes. Ridiculous. I'm back. It, it, it was a harrowing time without you, man. Let me tell you, it was not an emergency. We both checked our phones. Yeah, I uh, I screwed Phil- up again. Phillies are up five nothing. That's fantastic. That's yeah. fa- hey, love that. I forgot to bring my um, the little brick part of the phone charger. So okay, I just have the USB cable, and I was like, hotel rooms. Always have the little USB things. No, but no. By the uh, by the. Uh-uh. No, <laughs> you, I, can't, I, you can't play the assume game about about Middle America. I got one, and it's right there on the wall by the nice. door. That's the All only right. USB port charger thing. And uh, how long is your cable? Oh, it's probably about a six footer. You going six? You rocking six? All right. No, sorry, that one's a three. Six yeah. footers at home. Six footers for the six footers for the bedroom. Hey. If, you should rock a 10, honestly. Huh. Sorry, I keep forgetting that also, upon arrival in this room, I sat down in this chair and instantaneously broke one of the five feet off of it. So Hell yeah. it's stable enough because it's... Still yeah, you can feet. get your center of the mass, or you can get your center of the mass over, like, uh, or, or in, in the sweet spot, but there is there is a no-go zone, huh? Yeah, and it the, the missing foot had just 
rotated its way to the back. Ooh. So I leaned back there, and it was grim for a second till we made contact. Like nice, I, thought, <laughs> I, I, thought I, I saw gonna... it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. That was that was that my was final moment. Going back right before the concussion. Yep. Ah uh, man, I uh, almost saw a fight happen at a trivia night last week. Sick. Yeah, because. A team was doing uncannily well, and uh, Joan and I would know because, like, we were also doing very well. <laughs> like, we had missed two questions, and they were perfect, and I think somebody who had missed one question, maybe, was upset by by their uh, <coughs> score, score, uh, prowess. Sure. It, I mean, is this a situation where, like... Is it cheating, or were these just genuinely smart people, or... What, you know, what nowadays, um, I'll say everybody in the room was, like, our peers or younger. Mm. So, you can guess how much phone use happened. And yeah. It was, like, everybody all the time. So, like, how can you argue about something like that? Yep. It's like, everybody's on their phone all the fucking time. Unless you put your all, all of your phones in a picture, like, it, it's never going to happen. And then you just say, oh, no, I'm not cheating. I'm just um, I'm doing something else. And I will say, like, I'm just have, checking my bank statement. I have I haven't gone to bar trivia in many years. You're a back, smart lad. Smart, smart lad. Actually, my Italian class invited me to go to uh, bar trivia uh, in like an hour. But I'm in Milwaukee. So would you have um, I got I got no Monday's my Jimbo time. I don't know. Right. Right? Right? <laughs> right? It depends on what kind... If it's Italian trivia, if it's like in Italian, I got to learn, you know? It's an excuse to... Yeah. But, but if it's just general knowledge... Well, also, I, also, I feel like... like I don't more... want these people to know what I know. Okay, Not yeah. That, like, like, we have normal conversations, you know? I don't get to be a super weird guy in Italian class because my Italian teacher's like, Hey, Ben, what are your thoughts on billionaires? But answer in Italian and use the, use the gerund. You know, that's not happening. So they, right. I think they all think I'm like a fairly normal person, okay. which, yeah. I mean, I am in like the grand scheme of things, but in like the topics that I want to discuss, <laughs> the things that get me going, probably not like what they think I would want to talk about. So if I just start popping off on like, yeah, I happen to know how many times Bill Clinton flew on the Lolita Express. I don't know why that's a question at pub trivia. But I know it. Yeah, at this pub trivia, uh, it, you would have appreciated, but also hated the uh, the quiz master because Ooh. one of the clues, the the answer ended up being like five characters whose last names are Wallowitz and other guys from The Big Bang Theory. But like the guy prefaced it with like, "I never actually saw the show," and it's like, "Good, so you're just." You're just reading shit off of a card then. You didn't come up with anything. You're just a guy with a PA system. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Or you just have the microphone because <laughs> the PA system's at the bar. We had to wait for you because you went to the fucking Norwood location. Come on. I stole I stole this I stole all of these questions from another guy. Yeah. Sorry, I and I have to specify that like you know, I figured we'd appreciate the opinion that he had. Like it's like, yeah, I actively do not watch this show. Uh, but at the same time, it's like I, I, uh, I'm still gi- giving you a, a clue, quiz, clue about it. Yeah, that's tough to just fully admit that. 
Like, I feel like right? you're not supposed to just admit that. Right? Yeah. They did play a lot of Nine Inch Nails at this pub trivia. And by a lot, I mean one song. Some. Some. <laughs> yeah. Enough. A few. Oh. Hell yeah. Which yeah, one was yeah. it? Was it Closer? Yeah. Yeah. I realized as soon as I was like, it's, it was Closer. It, it must be. It simply must be. Yeah. You you could have gotten me with like the hand that feeds, but that's that's still a pretty deep cut. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna rock up and start playing Wish at trivia. They're not no, playing Heresy. D- definitely not. Definitely not. They're not playing Starfuckers Incorporated at pub <laughs> trivia, but they should. They should. They, they should because Closer was just as vulgar. You know, they're not playing the soundtrack to the Social Network by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross featuring a fantastic rendition of In the Hall of the Mountain King Ooh. at your local sports bar pub trivia. In the Hall of the Mountain King. Bro, it's the it's the montage where Jesse Eisenberg's fucking over the twins and the twins are like rowing in the in the Charles there. Yeah. It's like nine, it, it's a yeah. 9 inch nails cover of In the Hall of the Mountain King. It's okay. the only part of the movie worth watching in my opinion. Nice. All right. And I guess maybe the opening, because apparently in the very, like, the opening seconds of it, J-Mike and his girlfriend or or now wife are in the background, allegedly. Go J-Mike. Apparently, yeah. Man, he'd be pleased to know that I I gave away all my Nintendo games. He'd be pleased to know that you uh, gave them to a wolf. He he likes wolves. Yeah. Did you you give them to a wolf? I did. (laughs) Well... I didn't give him to a, a, like a gray wolf. He could have been a werewolf. Hey, it's a full moon tonight. Yesterday, sure. So contact where, your local shaman. Yeah, where, I know. Where, where did you give them to? A uh, guy, guy that gave me a little, a modest amount for that. Like what, basically, what they were worth. That look, you're a fair man. You're not gonna like haggle over like some bullshit. Honestly, I didn't have a working Nintendo, and it's not like I was going to get them framed, so I figured they should go to somebody who could appreciate them. And that's what do happened. They, do they frame them? No, I think it plays them, refurbishes them, maybe sells them. Oh, who no, knows? I mean, like, in general, like, is that, like, a service you can have done is, like, have your games framed? Ooh, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool, I guess. I Although mean, the, what, art, the artwork's really tiny on those. Well, like, what's... What's going to be collectible to the next generation? It can't be NFTs. Like, we've already made fun of that to death. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> NFTs. So they have to they have to find something from our past to actually... I guess. And they're already too late to the game to actually pay attention to sports. I, I hear the um, baseball and basketball card and, for all I know, other wrestling, sports... Wrestling card. Uh, are, are back, except... Uh, boomers have ruined that as well how'd they do that so you basically can't buy the packs anymore because these dudes just like have deals with even like walmart or wherever is going to get the the box of cards and they just buy they the just whole... know an inside man yeah at every place that gets the cards and then what they do is you have to go on like facebook because that's the only way boomers know how to communicate to the masses and you you contact them and say like hey i'd like to get a to get a card and you give them x amount of dollars and they give you one random card from the box they bought or you can buy in like shares of the box 
Okay. And if anything worthwhile turns up, they'll sell that and give you a cut less your <laughs> buy-in. I mean, just huh. truly, they've NFT'd fucking <laughs> baseball cards. Yeah, uh, I would rob one of those guys if, <laughs> if I ever if I ever found myself like signing up or back onto Facebook just to get a baseball card. Like I'd be like, all right, I have to carry through and like actually arm to rob one of these guys. Yep, that's that's the only that's, thing you can do. I know, I know. Whoa, man, I I can't believe that. It's pretty nuts, right? Well, it's it's just nuts that there's always like a a filter like the before before the product actually hits the general public like there's always there's always something to catch it yeah yeah man yeah yep so that's no. that so yeah Come don't on. collect baseball cards is what you said um maybe or rob old guys yes i all think right. i was saying that all right yeah because <laughs> that's what i hear through most things like you know my boss was telling me to do something today all i heard was rob old people <laughs> And we may have. Who knows? Who knows if that was his public right of way? I don't think it was because it's public. But I don't think it exists anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, some some guy was citing some ancient map and he was like, We have a right of way on the street. And he's like, No, your map's from nineteen ten. Like that's that's hundred and thirteen years ago, sir. And then the next map is like nineteen thirty nine, and that doesn't have that thing. And that's still like eighty some years ago. Yeah, but they were they living there in the sixties. <laughs> what cities was. were they living in in the 1910s? I, this was not a city. This was definitely a town. Mm. Yeah, and they weren't even in town proper. No? No. No, that's out on Nabby's point. Nabby's. Yeah. <clears throat> that that stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> yep. I don't know who Nabby was, but it's like, that's your nickname? I guess we're, maybe all the rest were taken. <laughs> <laughs> maybe somebody had... A name back then that you could nickname into Nabby. Oh, hey there. Uh, this is my daughter, Nabitha. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> or Nabthandra. Uh, That's no good. Yeah, Nabigail. There we go. Nabby like somebody that. or other. Nabby normal. Nabriel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway. What have you been up to, Jimbo? I feel like I've harped on enough about my one, my one flight or my one little jaunt today. Uh, I've been protesting at the state house until they p- fucking pass that bill that makes Roadrunner the efficient official <laughs> rock and roll song in Massachusetts. Marty Walsh's dream, ten years in the making, ten still years, doing it. Ten years since Matty Walsh decided that Roadrunner is the greatest fucking Massachusetts song of all time. Well, what's crazy is like. Most legislators were like, yeah, this is stupid. Like, let's not vote on this. But then some others were like, well, hold on. Let's there's another <laughs> there's another song that I think that I think could be the official rock song of Massachusetts, and that's Dream On by Aerosmith. And they're like, Aerosmith has nothing to do with the state of Massachusetts. You should pick the cars before you pick Aerosmith. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, and then it stalled. Yeah. That is funny that, yeah, one guy had an insane idea, and- a bunch of people, everybody was like, that's dumb. But only half of them were like, that's dumb because this is a dumb idea. The other half were like, that's dumb. It's the wrong song. We, yeah, we have a better idea for a song. And it died uh, because, or it, it died in 2013 in, in the Massachusetts House because Marty Walsh became mayor. And then yeah. got into uh, got into the, the White House and the cabinet. 
Yeah. And and now he's head of the NFL Players Association. For real? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> cool? I mean, what? Ah. <laughs> yeah. He's a hey, labor guy. Last time hey. he ran a union, did he say he was a tremendous alcoholic? Sure. Yeah. Any chance that's going to affect his work? Nah. It's not like, you know, you can sign a giant Feeney Brothers contract with the, the you know, NHL teams. They don't, let, they don't, they him, don't need... let him cook. <laughs> Damn right. Let Marty cook. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, 10 years ago, the current head of the NFL Players Association. NHL. NHL. Oh, NHL. That yeah. makes a little more sense. Um, decided that um, the Massachusetts, Massachusetts needed need an official state, rock and roll a, song. A state rock song. Not even yeah. a state song. A state rock song. Some states have crustaceans, dinosaurs, mm. flowers, you know, insects, birds. When people think you. Massachusetts, they think rock, baby. Eh. Well, this this one doubles as a song and a bird, you know? Whoa. Roadrunner. Yeah. Yes, yeah, dude. Right? And it is a good song. Jonathan Richmond knows how to write a song. It's true. New? I listened to that album. I don't know if he's dead today. I feel like he might be dead. He's. I think he's alive. Good for him. Yeah. Well, I- keep it up, Jonathan Richmond <laughs> and <laughs> right? the modern lovers. Yeah. I hope they're still in love. I hope Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole, at least not in New York. Hmm. Yeah, it's tough to rhyme avocado, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He only got a couple of choices there. uh, Jimbo sent me an article earlier today saying that apparently they are still trying to to make this a thing. Ten years later. They're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just because Marty's gone doesn't mean this debate is over. So something we've mentioned several times. Yeah, it was like. No, they they introduced it, and then the marathon bombing happened. Yeah, and then like Marty Walsh became mayor. It was just like we got sidetracked, and it was like, whoa, we never settled the debate. Yeah, but something something else we've discussed on here multiple times is that uh, California voted to stop doing daylight savings time, or right, they voted to stop changing. I forget which one, and all the elected officials were like, we uh, thanks, but we don't care. This is the same thing, except it's like a politician doing it, but it's one guy. <laughs> Just being like, hey, Roadrunner's pretty sick, though. And everyone's like, cool. We don't care. <laughs> and like, yeah, but, but I'll be I'll be back in a few months. And Roadrunner's and, still going to be cool. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is like Marty Walsh, Godsmack guy. Like, yeah. He's, he's more of a hard rock guy. But I guess I guess he really owed it to, to Massachusetts natives. Dude, have you listened to Voodoo by Godsmack in the past few years? I have not. Bro. You should you should put that on. It's uh, I feel like if I played one of the NHL games from the early to mid two thousands, I might hear it. Dude, it is funny how bad that song is. I thought that song was so cool when I was like eh, thirteen, fourteen, and I uh, don't think I've listened to it since I was maybe sixteen. And then I kind of you know, Godsmack's you know, it's they get they get made fun of a bit. They're kind of the butt of jokes, but uh, Voodoo, one of the lesser radio hits. Ooh, I I highly recommend. Treat yourself, buddy. It's all right. Uh, all right. I haven't watched uh, the music video for it because it's back in the era where I know there it was one because every song had a music video back then, uh, and I can only imagine it's equally as hilariously bad. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Voodoo by Godsmack, everybody. Voodoo Check by it Godsmack. Out. Get on it. That's the one where he he tries to sing an octave lower than he can. Says, I'm not the one who's so far away. So good. So good. He's basically like doing that, like, 
that throat singing, that like Mongolian uh-huh. throat <laughs> singing. Yeah. Ah, uh, incredible. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to revisit the classics every now and then. God's Mick, definite classic. Absolutely. They should be headlining a tour right now. Why aren't they? Well. <laughs> well. I think Sully's too busy preparing for the next Sully Fest. Actually, you know what? Marty Walsh is probably trying to get him in the NHL Players Association somehow. <laughs> Getting them to write like the official NHL music that they have to use at every every intro. The equivalent of... I forget if it's... I think it's Scott Stapp just and not Creed, but he's got that uh, incredible baseball song. You know that one? <laughs> I do not. I only know with arms wide open. I thought dude, it was a football song. Dude, you don't know this the Scott's that baseball song? Sorry, I've been doing I've been watching baseball. <sighs> no, it's like 10 years old. I I, yeah. think we, I think we were living together. Okay. A stolen base, a triple play. I mean, it is it's so good. It's for um it's it's it's, it's because of autism, right? It's a <laughs> It's about baseball, but it's for a specific <clears throat> team. Um What's a, what's what's a Florida baseball team? You got Marlins and Rays. I think it might be the Marlins. I'm looking this okay. up. Scott Stapp. Scott baseball. Stapp writes, writes songs Marlins about the Marlins. Will, Marlins will soar is the official. Yeah, <laughs> the official Wolf. name. Oh yeah, man! I, honestly, I mean, most teams that have songs, their songs came from like the '60s or the '70s, so they have like a very organ synthesizer feel. Uh, just like. Oreo magic, Oreo baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Just uplifting, you know, kind of montage commercial. So I appreciate that a team that was founded in the 90s uh, embraced the 90s and were like, you know what, Scott Stapp? Like, why don't you give us a song? I have a feeling this might have been a Wildcat performance. I don't okay. know if he was paid to do this. Oh, oh, like the Marlins moved into the Jimmy Buffett Landshark Arena, and, and Scott Sapp was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one vocalist that likes the Marlins here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this was like uh, He Heard Center Field by John Fogarty, one of the worst songs ever written. And it was like, I can do that, but about a team I like. And then I'm guessing the team was, all the teams, like management was like, ah, th- thanks. Thanks, pal. Thanks. Yeah. Th- thanks. thanks for the free advertising. Thanks, Chief. I don't know. We'll. Uh, I don't know we'll if we want get, we'll the get butt you with the fra- crave uh, trademark infringement. Yeah, I don't know if we want the butt of every joke to uh, be writing our music, but we'll we'll keep it. We'll keep it. Keep the MP3 on the on the little laptop that runs through the PA systems. We'll just keep it on there, just in case we need uh, one minute and forty six seconds to uh, to kill there. Well, in Dodger Stadium, you got I Love L.A. One strike, two strike, swing away. A stolen base, a triple play. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what do they play at the Giants Park there? Do they, get, they got a song they play? They like to play a song? Um, Like a team song, like a Los Sigantes de Baseball type. I mean, I've definitely heard Sweet Caroline there, which is like, guys, that's not your thing. Yeah, don't do don't do that. Yeah, stop doing it at weddings too. You know what? Stop doing it at the Red Sox. Just stop doing it. Yeah, just cut it out. It's about Kinda a twelve year old song. It's yeah. about a twelve year old, and it's not sung by a twelve year old. So I think we're done. But uh, no, they must have something, but I can't think of it. All right, but yeah, I'm thinking. You know, the Marlins 
dog days of summer. You know, you relievers in there just not doing well. You play the Scott Stapp song. You know, you get some strikeouts, string a couple of hits together. Like the game turns are It's like playing the Rocky theme at at fucking Veteran Stadium. Yeah, that's you gotta true. pick your moments with it. You can't just play it every time. It's true. It's it's uh it's the times you don't play it that really make it count. Right. It's like reggae. It's the way yeah. guys talk about reggae. Hey, uh, uh, I have more info on Scott Stapp. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me he's dead. Look, I cannot confirm or deny the the, the pulse of Scott Stapp, but All right. I have an interview, some quotes from an interview with him with Spin Magazine back when he wrote the song Marlins Will Fly. All right. And when was the the time the era of marlins flying because i thought they were water creatures april 2010 april 2000 oh man yeah and this is what well if- after their success like they're they're just like all right so the marlins won their first world <laughs> series in like four years and then sold everybody and then won another world series like six years later and then sold everybody again and then they've been in kind of that we'll sell everybody but without the winning the world series first Gotcha. They're just a bad team that sells off their best talent now. That's fun. They've been doing that for uh, 20 years. Uh, I mean, steeped in tradition. Because why not? So, Derek Jeter couldn't stop us. <laughs> so Scott Stapp wrote a song in 2005 called You Will Soar, and then rewrote the lyrics in April 2010 to be Marlins Will Soar. Because okay. he, was, he was approached by the Marlins, and this, this, is, uh, this is his quote from Spin Magazine. The way that I look at it is simple. I have three children. When I was approached to do that song, it was with the caveat of lifetime free baseball tickets and the boys could be bad boys. As a father, I said, I'm all in, man. That is awesome for my family. Wow. (laughs) How often do you think he goes to baseball game? I mean, his kids were bad boys, right? Yeah. But when my son is handing a bat to Derek Jeter, I'm saying thank you, Florida Marlins, for giving me an opportunity to do that song. And I have no regrets about it. If you look at it like, oh my God, what was he thinking as a credible artist? And if you don't know what the deal is, I get that analysis. Um, Scott Stapp, no one thinks you're a credible artist. No no one. That's true. No. That, that's actually true. In fact, I think people are like, yeah, this is, that's pretty on brand. That's fine. That's totally okay. Yeah, you traded baseball tickets for a song. I get it. I actually think it's cooler now knowing that like he got, you know, any type of payment really. <laughs> Dude, baseball tickets for life, pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. Plus like it gets you into the park in Miami and like you can have a section to yourself. Like that ball- ballpark is empty. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> a stolen base, a triple play. God, I can't wait for you to hear that song, buddy. It's going to change you. He's well, got a video it recording like it, one- and he, he's holding the mic with his like with both his hands. Like, oh, what about like yeah. when once his kids were like really self aware, and then like he had to perform it at Marlins Park? How, how about that? Fuck. And then the Dominican players are razzing Bat Boy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Had not thought about that. that yeah. That sucks. That sucks bad. Yeah, because I'm sure the contract is deeper than just baseball tickets for song. I would hope so. They're like, you got to perform this shit like once a month. (laughs) Or we get to kick your son. (laughs) Swear to God. We'll kidnap your son. We will kidnap your son for 12 games at a time. There's a big road stand on the West Coast. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) 
That would be a fun twist to find out that <laughs> Scott Staff has been sort of doing a Liam Neeson and Taken type situation with his three now probably adult sons. <laughs> well, the Marlins keep selling their players, so like they need bodies. I mean, he wrote that song 13 years ago, so even assuming that like one of his sons was five, no, they're all he wrote the song 18 years ago. He he uh, rewrote it, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Just changed a couple of words to Marlins. Oh, it'd be even better if like he didn't have the rights to his own song, which happens sometimes, <laughs> and so he ends up getting sued. By, he gets like, the Beatles in. Yeah, he gets John Fogertyed. I don't Fogarty, mean to keep Fogarty. mentioning. I don't mention. I, I don't mean to keep mentioning John Fogerty. <laughs> All right, I'm not upset about it. I just don't mean to mention it. Now, wasn't it the Beatles were owned by Michael Jackson? Yes, but Michael Jacksoning is a different thing. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make sure. I would also say so, that it's so not really would... it's not really one thing. <laughs> okay, all right. We've we've discussed this at band practice before. The concept of being famously dead, which is where it's more famous that you're dead than you are famous. All right, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. like an example of that Ain't might begun. be like. Sure. Uh, I was going to say, like... Uh, Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda. <laughs> the only one I was going to say. I'm blanking on her name, but she's the voice of the daughter from uh, King of the Hill. Or, like, the, the niece, I guess. Yeah, the lady from the Louis show. Yeah. Yeah, that lady. See? That's how famously dead she is. Like, we just remember that when she died, it was a big thing, right? So, if you have too many other she things... She died? Like, Paul Walker... Yeah, she, like, died mysteriously in a shower. Oh, okay. She didn't yeah. Anne Heche? No. Okay. So, like, Paul Walker, sure, he's dead and he's famous, but he's not famously dead. He's more famous for being Paul Walker. You know what I'm saying? Right. What about Anne Heche? Do Anne Heche. <laughs> Anne Heche requires a deeper dive, but all this is to say that Michael Jackson, like, like, like Michael Jacksoning is too many hats for it to be one thing. <laughs> It's uh, yeah. He, did, he you did could s- anywhere from your hair catching on fire, uh-huh. uh huh. Keep going <laughs> to the Catholic Church, holding a baby over a balcony by one hand. Remember that? Yeah. Owning a monkey. Okay. Owning a theme park. Gold, platinum records. Yep. Being friends with Macaulay Culkin. Uh huh. Having uh, a the famous Pepsi having, ad. Having a famous sister. Thriller. <laughs> I mean, you know, he did make Thriller. And yeah, and then eventually owning the rights to all of the Beatles music. <laughs> Inspiring Ron Artest. <laughs> yeah, he did own the Beatles music. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he he Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney. And I guess to and an what's extent, Paul McCartney? Uh that's marrying a one legged lady. And possibly dying and being replaced. Oh well then your replacement marries the one legged lady. And I'm sure there's conspiracy theories that he had John Lennon killed, right? That's got to be. If not, I'll start it. No, that was Ringo. Ringo had Lennon killed. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Ringo's the mastermind <laughs> of everything. Yep. Peace and love, peace and love. Remember when he's, he did he's that? The, yeah. Remember that shit when he just out of nowhere was like, I won't be signing any. I won't be signing autographs or memorabilia anymore? Yeah, I think the Simpsons like made fun of him for that. Everyone did because it yeah. was stupid. Yeah. Now John's calling me. 
What, what is this crap? Come on, John. You, what is you this know crap? we only got a couple minutes left. This son of a bitch. Uh, what, what an inconsiderate man. I was just thinking about that guy. Doesn't he know I'm in Milwaukee? Yeah. Doesn't he know you're in a closer time zone? That's... <laughs> he can sense me. Yeah. <laughs> he thought you were done work. He thought you were stuck in traffic or on a train or some shit. He probably did. I would be. Yeah. Right now, I'd be getting on the train. Right now, I'd be answering the phone and being like, John, I'm going to have to call you back. You <laughs> right? fool. You fool. You absolute rube. Yeah. I don't I don't talk while I'm riding on the train. I mean, it's loud as fuck. There are not many eh. things louder than Bart. I like focusing when I'm driving, you know? Also talking that. on the road, it's, it's tough. Also that. I also hate talking in public. Yeah. That weirds me out. Hey, man. Um, do you remember miniskirt day? Do you, so you said the weather is always the same in San Francisco, so you don't have that, right? We do not have that, but of course I remember it. Okay. Well, I believe miniskirt day already happened. Like we had a really warm winter, so like I I don't know if if we did have one, it's already happened. But like yeah. this week is now bikini week. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it's up to like sixty five today, and it's going to be over seventy the the rest of the week. Nice. So I saw yeah a lot of a lot of bikinis on Stero. Yeah, sick. This is, you're jogging in that. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Hey, look, I mean, yeah. each their own. That just it's as nuts. A, as a breastless individual, it seems uncomfortable. But you do it, you. You know, it does. It just seems. It just seems like not the right call. Well, maybe they weren't jogging for exercise. Maybe they were running from something. <laughs> ah, hope you know. Hopefully, <laughs> right? We, we can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. That wasn't a smile. That was a look of terror. An exhaustion. I mean, if you if if you're watching the movie Smile, I mean, it's both, isn't it? I didn't see Smile. I've oh, seen I just, lots I just of watched it. On, I just watched it on the plane. Yeah, how was it? It was okay. Yeah, that's a good one word review. It was okay. It was okay. It's got um nobody famous in it. It's two thumbs, which is fine. So that was that was actually kind of neat. Sometimes if there's like a famous person in a movie, actually no, uh, Kumar is in it. Um. Cal Penn? Cal Penn is in it, but he's like a minor character. Yeah, out of the White House and into the frying pan, huh? <laughs> yeah, but uh, everybody else in it's just like, you know, some guy, some gal, some kid, some demon. Yeah. One dude kind of looked like a fake Jeremy Renner, so Ooh. I'm going to have to find out if he's like a lesser <laughs> Renner. Going to have to get after him with a snowcat. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't want to laugh at that, but it's very funny. <laughs> Right? That's the problem. He's the problem already been is, on 60 Minutes about it. The problem is how funny it is. Because right. by all accounts, he was just trying to do a nice thing. And I think in general, people tend to agree that while he's a total buffoon, he is trying to be nice all of the time. His like personal social media like company thing that he ran was very stupid and self-absorbed. But like it wasn't mean-spirited or trying to get money from people. It was just stupid. Um so yeah. all that all that said, it is still very funny to hit yourself with a snowcat. Right? That's very funny. It shouldn't be. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. I think it's only funny because he lived. If he died, he'd be famously dead. Yeah, he'd be he'd be Anton Yelchin. <laughs> exactly. Who's also fa- he's famously dead. Right? That's yeah. a good example. Sure, you can think of some movies no, he was in I, and stuff. I don't know. Cause we appreciated the guy when he was alive and we you know But we're some of the lucky few. I know. I know. We're, we're, we operate we're, on a different level, and that's why we don't belong at bar trivia. We're big Yelchin heads. Yep. <laughs> Yelchinites. 
Uh, well. Yelchers. I got to get my ass over to a Piggly Wiggly. Good luck. Um, do you have any advice for me? I don't think we've done that before. Do you have any advice for me on uh, what I should do at Piggly Wiggly? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I thought it was super fresh. And as we say every week. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.